Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of All of the Things. My name is Sophia and I am joined by my co-host and husband, Mr. Tome. She's basically stolen my intro from last week because yeah. upon reflection... It's actually it, quite good. It was actually wanna... quite... Yeah, do you want to... Yeah, but do you want to give me a bit of... Sh- just give me a bit of space to shine. <laughs> I just want everyone to bask in that glorious intro before we get a jingle. Yeah. We are doing a interesting episode that's so, it, it's kind of sourced from a rant that Tom had um, that I sat through in agony <laughs> and then walked away at the earliest opportunity about art. I think we can all agree that the subject of art is too vast to cover in an episode especially by a couple of dodos like us yeah i think that's my biggest fear with this is that uh yeah i have as always i've done a a boatload of research but i don't feel wholly equipped i'm not a professor in art i'm not an art historian or even a art historian enthusiast really i mean i think the thing is is we we have I think what we all have in common is that we we know what we feel is good art and bad art. Yeah. And we when we walk into a museum, we have our preconceptions or we have our, I guess, our criteria for what, what makes good art, or what evokes mm-hmm. emotion in us, or what we would think is worth paying for. Like, there's all those kind of questions that we, we all have. And I think we all, you know, have our own understanding of things. And then it, you can very quickly, kind of like politics or religion... <laughs> get into a debate with someone else who has a completely different view on it it's so open to interpretation but i think what we're going to try and do today is talk about um a couple of cases for uh i guess the how how why the art of you know the da vinci and the monet and the you know van goghs of the world is has evolved and why it's good that it's evolved from that to (laughs) the banana taped Wait, to a don't, wall. Don't, don't, don't blow it just yet. I'm, we're going to go for I'm it. just saying, I'm just giving some context. Like We're going to sort of place... We're going to make a case for why that might be a good thing, but then also why it's really not a good thing. Yeah, we're going to take you on a journey. Um, so for this episode, it's going to be a little bit interactive because we're going to need you to Google some of these images so that you have some context of what we're talking about. So it's not just completely... You know, random. So get your your Chrome fired up or your oh Safari, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, just Insta or, or whatever you have YouTube, and it. Yeah, you won't have to. You won't have to watch any videos or anything, but you'll have to. You know, you might not know the piece. Like it's just as yeah. simple as that. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna try not to rant or go on a monologue. Like I, I do want this to yeah, be a conversation. Spoiler, to spoiler alert: Tom's already made up his mind. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't so much of a discussion. I'm trying to get it that way, but um, and I, I guess I don't have a, a horse in this race, really. Like I don't. You don't get I'm, as angry I'm willing as to I be do. persuaded either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I get really angry with this subject. I don't know why, but it just... Well, it's because you've looked into it and you've kind of made up your mind of what you think. But yeah. I guess we'll we'll hear, what, hear you out, but then hear the opposite end of the spectrum. And yeah, and then leave it to the listeners to make up their own mind and ho- in hopes that the next time we're actually allowed to leave the house, let alone go to a museum, uh, you can, you know use this this context to frame your own ideas of what you think is is good i'll drop one last like teasing nugget 
I've been to the Tate countless countless times i've lost count yeah. of how many times i've I been mean, to it the helps tape. That it's it helps that it's free the tape modern <laughs> i'm referring to yes but after this i'm going to start going to the tape britain because i've i've, I've You've had, had enough i've had enough okay okay yeah he, he, let, yeah that, that let's just let's just yeah wow he's on a rampage guys okay let's well, get kick in. us off with All the right. intro <laughs> so let's get into I'll, this i'll sip my tea again as well please i don't because i could very easily rant on this so oh no don't let, worry i will in, i mean i've got places to, to be i've got people to meet I, I don't have all day i don't i honestly if you, you give better me an make hour a concise to, case my guy uh, to get angry about this i will because i will buy a banana <laughs> and i will put it on the wall with uh, duct okay. tape and i will call it up <laughs> if you don't if you all don't right, let's get started all right so in the beginning there Once was a time <laughs> there was art. There was art. Right, okay. So what do you mean by that? <laughs> okay, only joking. All right, so <laughs> what we considered to be art was like... Um, so like the early masters, we're talking like, say, the Leonardo da Vinci's, the Michelangelo, Michelangelo's. And yeah. and I know this is like purely in a Western con- um, context. Yeah, like, true. Like, you have to bear that one in mind. It's not... We're not... I'm not... I know there was other art forms. Well, yeah, there's like Aboriginal art. Yeah, exactly. Ancient Egyptian. Apparently they lump, the art world likes to lump anything that's not um, Western, just non-Western. Like, it's oh, not... Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> love that. I even saw some... Um, I oh, it's so, so cliche. Yeah, I saw some commentary. <laughs> Look at how my, I've absorbed that freaking language commentary. Look at me. I saw some somebody say, let's break it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That um, someone spit some bars. Uh, <laughs> was it prim? They, I saw the word primitive. Oh, I was like, yep. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. that just that just already love that. That we're we're already off on a bad foot. Anywho, let's let's break this down. So okay, so obviously Michelangelo, Da Vinci, and so on and so forth. Basically, all the peeps in the Renaissance, like. Those guys had an insane level of technical mastery. When like they were like doing yep. things with light and perspective and all these like do you get what I'm saying? Yep. It was more they were like true practitioners. Like they didn't just dash some flick some paint at a canvas. Like it yep. was measured. It was like I can't even stress like it, you looked at that painting and you just felt it. like You, you felt the talent. Yeah. like Tom, Basically, Tom's rating it, is what he's saying. Yeah, like, you can still go into... I always say 16th chapel, but I know it's the 16th, or is so, it... Not even that, Tom. Wow, you've, you've outdone yourself. Sistine. Yeah. There you go. So, like, for example, you, you, <laughs> go, you go there and you see Michelangelo's work, and I've not seen it personally, but I can tell from how yeah. other people have reacted to it that it makes you feel some type of way. Or similarly with like there's other 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 stuff. Like but look, the point that I'm trying to make is these people basically strive towards like making something that was profound, inspiring and yep. beautiful. Or you had um what's his name, is it? Michelangelo like carving David out of a rock, like the statue, you know. Yeah, the you keep one... going back to this Angelo kid. I don't know. He's, just... He he feel it feels like he's got something going for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I also say, um, I mean, I just watched, it's sort of a tangent, but I watched um, a few episodes of Pretend It's a City, which is a Netflix series by um, Martin uh, Scorsese that... um, Scorsese? 
I don't know. Scorsese. I don't know, mate. I'm tired. Scorsese, Martin Scorsese, about um, this um, woman, Fran Leibowitz. Anyway, it's kind of boring. I won't go into it. But basically, there was a there was a bit in it. She mentioned about talent. Yeah. And she said that she she kind of talked about talent as this thing that you can't you can't pin it down. That it's a really it's one of the only things, or maybe the only thing in the world that you can't. It's like you know magic in a bottle kind of yeah. stuff where it's not inherited as much as we like to say oh you know i'm a good artist my kid will be good at it's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work that way it's not genetic um you can't buy talent you can't you know you can go to school you can go to you know study fine art in a university but you're if you don't have talent you're not gonna get you know it, it, it doesn't translate you can't pay to get better at it you can develop certain skills but you can't you can't just be good at it you have to it's it's basically kind of the thing of um butchering it but basically you're either good at it or you're not like no matter how many how many hours i will put in to master the craft of painting i can't even paint i can't paint by numbers let alone produce something that is inspiring and evokes emotion or evokes a feeling it's it's just I, I can't do it. I'm not talented at painting. You know? I, I only half agree with that statement because I, I do feel like there is that whole thing of like, um, I don't want to bring up football too, but I have to bring it up. So oh, people mate. say Messi is naturally talented and has like God given talent in terms of like playing football. Ronaldo worked harder. He's the person that worked for it. Yeah, but there's a reason why Ronaldo is in a football team and you're not. Yeah. Do you see the difference? He saw a talent. Yeah. Do you get the difference? It's not fluke. It's not like oh, it, sorry, it is fluke. It's it's like it's just this thing in the ether. You can't pin it down. You can't. Yeah. You put it this way: if if you and Ronaldo went to the same school and every, uh, same life, mm-hmm. and you put in the same number of hours into football practice, you wouldn't land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the right, team, fair enough. he yeah. would. Yeah. Because one of you's got him, one of you's he got would have the, the X, X factor, factor yeah. and one of you doesn't. Yeah. And everyone's got, every like, not everyone has the same level of talent in something, mm-hmm. right? So to your point, Messi had more talent, Ronaldo had slightly less talent, but compared to the masses, he has considerably more talent. Yeah. And then plus, like, level of hours to master the craft, yeah. right? Then you become unstoppable. Um, it's not to say that people with talent shouldn't hone in their craft or practice yeah. or develop more skills on top of it, but it's it's kind of that that springboard. Like I I had to teach myself. Well, I didn't have to, but I, I wanted to teach myself how to um, do a Rubik's cube in first year of uni because I wanted to make friends. Don't ask me why I thought that was a good idea. Don't ask me. Don't ask me why I thought that was a good yeah. idea. And also, um, spoiler alert, it didn't work. People were put off by me. I was the weirdo in the corner doing a Rubik's Cube. I was sesame. impressed when you did it. When yeah, you it's it. cute the first time. And then you watch me do it over and over and you're like, right, okay, let's let's distance ourselves from this person. I did end up making friends other, by other means, you know, more, more normal ways, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I say that to say that um, I didn't have the talent for it. Like some people can pick up a Rubik's Cube and like kind of use their logic or their intellect or whatever it is um that you know magic spark yeah. to figure something out um 
and then might it might be messy the first time but they like figure out to get the first side of a rubik's cube or to to get a couple of colors or something like that whereas i like couldn't for the life of me figure it out and then i i there's a bunch of instructions and treats you know it's not magic you can find algorithms to figure out how to do it and i would just like teach myself and memorize so i can do rubik's cube by memory yeah but i can't if you were to give me one without having had that legwork um, and that kind of developing the skill of doing yeah. it, I wouldn't have been able to do it at all. And I think the difference, so like I say that to say that I will never be able to get to that world record speed of like five seconds mm-hmm. because I only know the instruction manual version. I don't yeah. know how to use my brain on top of it. Does that make sense? Whereas somebody with talent has you know, the rationale or the logic inside of them to, to sort of have have a springboard to figure it out. And yeah. then they can learn some algorithms on top to quicken their skills um, or make, you know, make it, be able to do the Rubik's Cube more efficiently, but they still have that, you know, that X factor, that pizzazz yeah. type thing. Um, I guess linking it back to this, like they would have that either profound or inspiring or, or beauty in the way that they execute the Rubik's Cube or they yeah. can do some crazy stuff that blows your mind. For example, I see people out here doing Rubik's Cubes with their feet and stuff. Like, yeah. it's like, or like even like just, levels to this as people yeah, would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even just, um, you know, taking into more kind of um, standard example of painting. Yeah. No matter how many classes I take to learn cross-hatching or shading yeah. or color theory or um you know light and shadow i i can't paint i just can't do it and and some you know i think like if we have kids for example and we see that there is a a kind of a kid has a knack for it yeah then you develop that skill you put that kid in you know maths class if they seem to have a skill for a kind of a natural talent for math or a natural talent for painting or drawing um you know, my I had a natural talent for dancing, so that's where my so then I went to dance class to develop yeah. that skill. I have an I had a natural talent for swimming, but it's not. It, again, I'm better at swimming than than most, mm-hmm. but I'm not as good as an I can't I I'm not as good as an Olympian. Yeah, it's you know there's levels to it. I'm just saying that like, you know that um you you can't argue that the 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 painters or the artists of the the renaissance period had a natural talent like you know the, the sculpture of david didn't come out of thin air like that <laughs> I, and if you gave me some clay to try and mold to create something yeah, beautiful not i'm not that. gonna be able to get it to you like <laughs> you know um yeah oh fun facts by the way before i get back into this um you know i was whilst i was doing research for this i came across this person that was basically on tiktok there's a whole bunch of art history by the way it's really cool Mm. um so there was this one chick who was talking about the romans and you know how they had like their sculptures and stuff yeah and they're like white and she was basically saying they weren't white like they painted them like they were they looked as trashy as like gnomes but then over time, like obviously the color and the paint faded, and then the like the artists and stuff didn't not the artists the what was it art historians or the yeah um, curators yeah curators just they didn't care for the color after like they didn't thought they didn't think it was worth you know preserving so mm. to speak so so but then I guess it then resulted in us having like a distorted image of what 
what it what actually looks like. Yeah. Anywho, well, yeah, let's. Well, hot damn. <laughs> Again, not verified. It was off of TikTok. Like, I, yeah, I come do on, TikTok's to where it's at. Don't. But, yeah, I do learn a, f- a few thing or two from there. Um, another quick one I'll drop there is that how, like, for example, with the, these masters of the Renaissance period that I've named, one thing they all have in common, they're all men. Where's the women of the time? Oh. Hello. <laughs> do you get Hello. what I'm saying? And that how... Sorry, can I just it, get on my soapbox real quick? Oh, no, I just no, want, let me just drop this. It's that class... Like, art's another... Like, histo- like, historically, is like another one of those areas where, like, women can be cooks in the kitchen, but they can't be chefs, or they can be... Yeah, you, like, yeah, any time yeah. a, a guy... They can paint and do embroidery, but they can't be an artist. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then women are naturally... Um, like in in the art world from what I've seen like historically um, they they weren't like taught to self-promote or to yeah. like we're still not <laughs> yeah like do you get what I'm and that's kind of like for example we've, we've probably lost to history like some great female artists that oh, probably absolutely. deserve to be on the same standing but then even the people that are I've given mentioned. that same uh, you know, attention that it's just it's just you know grossly underrepresented. Yeah. So um, I think uh, I'm also, really annoyed that I don't have the stat to hand. And also another thing as well, like a lot of these guys that we celebrate, like I'm learning, they've got some dark pasts and like they did some eh? wacky like like. I mean, what what famous like you know super famous men aren't problematic at yeah, this point? No, but I'm seeing like you know like allegations. the me too's of the world. I'm like when I was again, t- I don't know what historical art TikToks on, but like they were talking about accusations of like. Um, serial killers Oi. or rapists or like a whole bunch of other stuff like like pff, I don't know if those yeah. were the juices required to produce some of these works but yeah anyway. I mean I wouldn't use that to justify <laughs> All right. Worm. let me let me get through this intro so we can get to these case studies um so yeah okay so the the thing that I want to establish is that okay so there was insane levels of technical mastery they strive towards being profound inspiring and beautiful but then as time went on that was then replaced with the new the different and the ugly mm. and the first like I guess fork in the road was created by the Impressionists. Um, so this is your first bit of Googling, by the way. So um, the first guy that this happened in France um, with Monet and the Impressionists. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, you've, you're probably familiar with Monet's work. I think his most famous painting is like the swirly, um, watercolor meadow. looking meadow with the bridge. Um, it's, it's known for, you have from a distance, you can, deduce what the painting is yeah. and the closer you get the more it just looks like blobs yeah exactly and I, if like back in the in, we're talking Victorian times I think was Monet's period I'm not like oh, don't we shoot are me. doing a number on this <laughs> <laughs> but there was like major debate in France and stuff like this is not art like you're not adhering to the standards and wow do you get what I'm saying and then so then they then spun off and then created their like the impressionist movement which was a rebel against these predetermined standards um and then they pushed for an agenda of aesthetic oh, i always butcher that word aesthetic uh relatively aesthetic relatively um basically the agenda but the behind that that was the notion of um beauty being in the eye of the beholder 
Right. Because up until then, which it was I feel like, is like the floodgates now for it, just yeah, what we yeah, what we exactly. think of art. As, but if yeah. you if you look at the work from of like Monet or Renoir or Degas, um, they didn't take the piss. <laughs> like. <laughs> this like tom version of a summary <laughs> genuinely they didn't take you know the these piss. guys yeah they just didn't take they didn't take the piss like honestly if you look at monet's work like as you said like the closer you get it, it the more it turns into blobs but when you stand back and you look at it it, it was intentional it's, yeah and yeah. It's, it's nice it gives you the warm fuzzies like it's well, not soft that. tones it's just, and it's a know. great it's like i feel like if you was to grab a hundred people in a room and we were to all look at that painting we can all agree whether or not if it's our favorite painting or not. It's a great, great painting. Like yeah, it, the talent I, can't be denied if you get what I'm well, saying. Well, kind of kind of going back to the point of talent. That yeah. it's like it is undeniable. Clearly, I don't know what's going through his head, but clearly that was intentional. Yeah, it, it or was, that was his style. Yeah. That I can't. I don't like looking at things up close. I want to be able to stand back yeah. and see the whole picture. And, and also, you know how artists be? Yeah. They be, you know, trying to find some deeper meaning. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get on and to like, those. Maybe I'm, I'm there was something there. I, I'm, I can get wishy-washy <laughs> if you want me to. But, you know, maybe there's something there around having perspective or, you know, <laughs> being able to stand back and appreciate. Who knows? Maybe he was like... Mate, I don't have, I, I can't, I can't look too, I can't, you know, I can't look too close. It, yeah. it gets annoying. Let me just stand back and check it. That's maybe to what me, he look, was, like, To summarise it, he just added his own little twang or flavour to it. Like, he yeah. still, like... We don't know same. what's going through his head, but you can't deny the talent. Yeah, he added, like, he added the salt to the caramel. Like, he, he came and Ooh. added his vibe, like, and it, he still kept it, you know nice and french and, and and well i guess your point though around the hundred people standing in a room yeah deducing whether it was art or not or whether it was good or not i i guess your point is that the hundred people back then didn't think so yeah so it's all open to interpretation and that's yeah. the, that's half the problem with by this. the way that's a big thing what you've just said there is that, like with a lot of these rebels um that i've come across um for example duchamp marcel duchamp who is like the and so if if Monet was like the grandfather or the great grandfather of rebellion of rebellion so the impressionist movement then uh, Marcel Duchamp is like the the, the granddad yeah yeah he's the granddad he's like a lot of um the a lot of the artists that piss us off today <laughs> will basically like I pinpoint like you're projecting <laughs> will basically pinpoint um him so as their inspiration yeah um <laughs> but then but my point my point though is like well what's stopping us from considering monet in the same fashion because it's kind of like you know you can make the case that uh i don't know uh that, that you know the, the gen z's of the world are thinking oh you know eminem what's he really about you yeah. know who, who gives a crap about eminem whereas we're like mate he's like one of the best in the world yeah. like one of the you know, top five of, top five one of the ten, but ten, they're one, like yeah. no like travis scott it's all about lil lil tunchi two cheney tinchi what's it like whatever these cheney people are like <laughs> two these trap right. stars like and like the one that's got the diamond in his forehead <sighs> what's his name lil they're, they're, that's what i'm saying lil uzi all the lils and I'll put Lil Wayne aside from that. He's not in that category. Yeah, he's but, he's got insane wordplay. If you actually, oh, obviously, like, obviously. Not, I'm just saying that you know the to quote Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, 
you know, that and that was back in the 90s. He was like, oh, you know, um, my kids are going to feel about um, Nine Inch Nails the way I feel about my dad's music, like the Rolling Stones. So yeah. I really shouldn't talk my, my dad anymore, should I? So this idea of like, he took the piss out of his dad's taste in the Rolling Stones, but he then realizes, oh, actually my kids are going to take the piss out of me for yeah. liking Nine Inch Nails. So what's to stop us from considering Monet in that same way that you know we're just quite we're now feeling like all hoity-toity saying to ourselves oh Monet Van Gogh like all these people are like yeah they're real artists but the you know the kid that puts a banana on a wall like um, maybe you that's keep for... dropping him we're gonna get to him we're, I know I'm, we're gonna like, dig um, into this guy I'm in a second I'm super inspired by it um but <laughs> look okay look so so remember what I was saying about Monet potentially being the the great great grandfather and then this Duchamp guy being the um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, right now, everyone listening, I want you to um, Google this image: "Fountain" by Duchamp, and Duchamp is spelled D-U-Champ, so C-H-A-M-P. Okay. Hashtag, hashtag French. So I want you to look at this. I'm going to show Sophia the image. So this is like the guy. Remember that most artists that piss us off today pinpoint this as like the the most seminal work or him as like a, a figure and i by the way i've watched interviews with deshaun speaking like he's he's admirable like he's he's worth looking into he's a very interesting guy but i i feel like dude you you've messed up the situation for us so what's it the fountain yeah so the fountain so essentially i'm going to describe it now if you can't be bothered to google it um here it is oh, can you see that yeah i can see it yeah oh i know what this is so it's a urinal love that it's a let's flipping go. urinal let's go okay so what was his whole deal or urinal <laughs> is it he's, urinal he's getting or, salty is it urinal or urinal I don't think we should spend more time on this Tom <laughs> alright look this man put up a toilet in the gallery and then for some reason he but it was made of porcelain <laughs> he, he didn't even make it he went down the road and bought it from somebody else. And then the biggest piss take as well, and he was like, he did this intentionally. He didn't even sign it with his own name. Mm-hmm. He put, um, was it R. Mutt on the side? Like, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? It's just like, and then I was watching the interview, this guy, yeah, um, he had two panes of glass that were being transported on the back of a lorry and then they didn't secure it correctly and they shattered. And then he was like, oh, this is such amazing art. I love the the way that they, this guy is the grandfather of the, of, of the, of the, best, yeah, the yeah. ultimate troll. Like this is father so he, troll. So a bunch of glass shattered in the back of a van and he and thought, he, and you know it, what? Yeah. I'm going to put that in a museum. Yeah. And he was like Cute. literally standing by it. This is black and white footage, by the way. Like, so this is old, old. Yeah. And like, he was like admiring Guys, we it. can't blame, we can't blame technology or social media for the, like yeah, this isn't a degrading yeah. or like people have lost their way. This had been happening from day dot. <laughs> <laughs> Malay thought he was just, you this know, adding a little... This here. Yeah, he thought he was just adding a little salt to the caramel and instead, I think, what what's the difference between that? Like maybe like but 70 wait, years? Wait, I want to ask, who was Duchamp's inspirations? I don't know. I think he was just angry at the establishment. Is, is he the L. Ron Hubbard of Scientology, of art, of modern art? Like, he he's, sourced all yeah, of this? Yeah, he's... Because, uh, again, like... There was no one before him. <laughs> I love that. 
But yeah, anywho, look. And then the next set of people that we need to blame as well is like... <laughs> we need to blame. Is the museum heads, the gallery owners and the critics for enabling this descent of standards because <laughs> This they... was the beginning of the end. Yeah, no, because uh, let's be real. Like, if you own the gallery and you're now filling it up with like these... Well, uh, okay, so, you know, people are... Word catches on, yeah? They don't yeah. have... The, what, what do they use? Like, telegrams? Well, how's it how's it going there? <laughs> Word on the street, yeah. Oh, there's a urinal that's on like, you know, showing at so and so gallery. Yeah. Oh no way, really? Yeah, yeah. How many? How how much does it cost again? Oh, three shillings. Okay, sick. Let's go. Yeah. Shillings, no. Sorry. So they're going there now, and they're having a grand old time purely for the controversy. And then they go and tell their other mate at the bakery. Oh, you know, this thing happened. A urinal. Do you want to go look? And it's just like that's bringing in the bucks isn't yeah. it from a gallery but point then of I view. just I feel like it's um like I guess touching it's on previous themes it's purely a commercial themes. thing yeah, not touching about on, it. I think when we were talking about the materialism episode and saying that how like our brains have been programmed by the marketing and stuff like yeah. I feel like a lot of this art that peeps are doing it's hype it's hype, hype and shock value it's this was not... hype beasts before the hype yeah, beasts exactly. was a thing so whereas if supreme it's... wishes <laughs> Supreme could probably do, get away Supreme, with doing this. They could do a Supreme-branded urinal. Yeah, I guarantee if they did that, it would probably be revered. And, I know. Yeah. Well, but it's chicken just, or egg at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, just but for real, like, it's just, it's making me think. It's like, it's like they've decided, okay, I, I don't have the talent, but you know what? Fuck, like, screw the establishment. Like, yeah. it's just, uh, and then, as I said, so like, then here's the big thing: everyone that says that, yeah. yeah, the rebuttal is, well, you didn't do it, right? So this idea of like everyone that um, kind of craps all over Andy Warhol yeah. for creating the soup oh, can, the can yeah. cans of soup thing. So it's like six. Oh, let me go on the record. I actually do like that piece, but I like it from a color perspective. Not the. I know it's a really simple image, and like he didn't make the cans but i i liked what he did with that well it was the beginning of uh, kind of following from this he it was the beginning of mass production of art yeah so kind of printing repeatedly printing something and repeating it and then putting that on display but also before that he just i think he just displayed yeah like in the gallery he just displayed these prints of cans Mm mm-hmm and so everyone that um and he didn't really speak to it i think it's kind of like that mystery of what does this mean and it's all very open to interpretation which i think is part of the the fun of art in some ways where you're like looking at this piece and you're going okay you're trying to get in the head right and it's kind of like when you hear a great song you you derive meaning for yourself and when you when you hear what the what the musician meant by the lyrics you're kind of like oh that's actually not what i thought it was and it sort of dumbs it down Mm -hmm. or uh, dies it down for you so i say that to say that the it was kind of this revered thing super controversial super popular it was sort of you know the birth of pop art and that whole era um but all the critics were like well you just printed soup cans like this is you know and and the the rebuttal and as you've kind of said but the rebuttal to that is well you didn't you didn't print the soup I hear, cans. Look, I hear that, but then it's like, I feel like we've now... That's not art. Well, yeah, but no, you not didn't that do it's it, not though. Art. I think... 
I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like if we lose sight of like the traditional and the technical skills that's required to execute certain art forms and stuff, like I feel like we're losing the essence of what it was and now But it's... Andy Warhol was not trying to be a Monet. Yeah. He wasn't trying to do that. He's probably a Duchamp follower. Per perhaps, yeah. yeah. And and the thing is is like the I think later on, and I don't know if he himself made this commentary of people again kind of trying to make sense of the lyrics of the song, kind of yeah. to say, oh, oh, you know, we think it's about this, and we think about it's about his breakup, and kind of all that kind of stuff. So in this case, it was like, oh, you know, it's a commentary on mass production of you know the the rise of kind of the um, uh, commercialization of uh, you know the, the capital it's a commentary on capitalism like all this kind of stuff around these soup cans and um, I don't know if he confirmed or denied those things see but... look bingo like what you've just said there so you don't know if he like a lot of people are in, inferring this value like they're looking but and isn't they're getting that the struck by lightning but then it's <laughs> I cannot put it it <laughs> Basically, if you was to bring some random person, they would call BS on it. Yeah, but that's not but why then, you do but it. But then, if you drop this, like, random meaning that you've now just plugged out of the sky because you've, like, looked at this piece and this is what you felt, that then, all of a sudden, it's worth something. Do you get what Which I'm isn't, saying? Which isn't that the point of art? But it wasn't. It's now, this This is, <laughs> this is what, my whole thing is, is that I feel like I've learned that art was once this one, it, like it this. Was, it, it was it, the output of talent. Yeah, it was a talent certain, plus yeah, skill it was a certain output. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. But now it's somehow transformed into anything goes. Well, what it's transformed to is, I made this, here it is. Yeah. And without, it, without qualifiers for whether it's, got technical skills yeah, without exactly, qualifiers yeah. about whether I actually have talent and I've produced something regardless it's also regardless of how long it took me yeah and, and you know what, whether I, I created it or whether I um, repurposed something yeah. or whether I bought something from someone else so none of that is now important for art and I think that's kind of your point right is that those things should be important. We should know that you put the effort in, that you put some hours in, that you put some ta kind of talent and skill to develop to produce that thing. Yeah. And that we can derive, therefore, we can derive meaning from it in the sense of we know that you put in some time yeah, to like this. Yeah, you're, like you're a certified person. Like, I okay. know that you Whereas, respect the art form. I know that you've, like, as you said, like, put the time and effort in. But here's the thing. And Go I keep on. going back to music because it's the thing I know mo I yeah. know most out of all of this is that if I were to listen to mo so you know when you hear like Travis Scott and stuff like they're like oh yeah my inspiration's like Rolling Stones I'm yeah. like how did you get from where <laughs> Rolling Stones is that it's to you cool. it's not no but my point is is that that's <laughs> not true like that's the... not true people like I remember Jay Z as well like talking about like kind of these inspirations and you know it's it's kind of I can't, who am I to say that you can't listen to Rolling Stones and and derive something from it and then produce something else yeah. that is so far removed from Rolling Maybe Stones? Maybe it's like in the or structure Mozart. or something. I mean, they love to quote like yeah. these like super classics, like, yeah. oh, I listen to Beethoven. I'm like, mm, sure you do. But <laughs> I got, how do I know it really? Like, yeah. and, and what if you listen to Beethoven and you thought, oh, like, I'll make a sick trap beat, you know? Yeah. Oh, who knows, man? My point, my point is, is like, who am I to say 
Because if you've if if if. But then look, do you see what like I'm just look, I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is, do you see what's happened over time <laughs> do you because see what's of happened? because of Monet, like and because of Duchamp and yeah, because, I get do, what's do happened. you see like this is I think this is my main whole point of wanting to do this episode is that I just want everybody to wake up and acknowledge that <laughs> we've gone from being able to clearly define what art is and respecting the outputs to now being so lost and like it doesn't. So where have, I go to take yeah and like I, I think I said this on a previous podcast oh like, what the, the red the red paint the, the red no it was white oh. it, it was just this um, canvas it wasn't even canvas it was like this cloth with a white cloth with white paint on it and it was huge it was what like 20 foot by 20 foot or something and that was it and, it was and then look up. all you gotta do is say oh it's minimalism and, and it yeah, might yeah. drop. Like, yeah, do you yeah, see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's like we've now somehow <laughs> How hacked have we it. Got or, do you get what I'm saying? And people are fully like, no, that person's entitled to their expression. Like, you've not done anything. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? You haven't done anything. Let's be real. <laughs> no, you haven't but, done anything. Okay, but you listen. Are, look, if at anything, you're a great copywriter or a great PR person because okay. you finessed so, the hell and out that, of this. That, well, that raises <laughs> another thing, which I don't think we have time to get into, which is the that art's really just about PR and marketing and, oh, and, no, and wait, brand. Look, I want to point people to this. I'm going to put the link in the description because I've put, I've put this in the notion. So please copy and paste. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. So the, um, there was these two um, researchers. They decided to analyze um, all of the press releases. Um, I think from like, um, what time period did they pick? I think they picked from like the 1970s. Uh-huh. And they looked at um, German art, French art, and art in the US. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and they were basically analyzing the language that was used in these press releases. And then they just, they were able to find key common themes and stuff. And essentially, they they landed on the hypothesis that art has its own official language, and it's called the inter, um, the international art English. Right. So it's this like all these fancy terms and like. Wait, um, can you drop some terms? Hold on, let oh me no, see. I think I've got one. Wait, let me find. No, you carry on. I'll find it. Oh, I actually did. Well, okay, yeah. So I, this is. So th- I'm just gonna read this out. So this is an example of one. Okay. So humanity has expired. Has not humanity has aspired to elevation and desire to be free from the alienation and subjugation of of gravity. I've just said oh, a whole bunch geez. of waffles, but. If that's said correctly and executed and said with certain, a certain level of eloquence, oh it's not like you don't understand what I've what I've just said. I pub- don't understand the what I've just experience, said. The public experience, the public to to experience the perception of color, spatial orientation. Oh, oh sorry. Oh look, so it's let me, find, <laughs> let me find some others. Here's another one: the physical and existential dialect, which is a, in a permanent state of oscillation between the height. <laughs> of the willful failing that drives us to explore the limits of balance. What the <laughs> heck did I just say? I do oh, not understand so what good. I have just read what I've just read so out to good. you. And yet that is like an actual excerpt from Love that. you know those do you know little- what? They're not actually artists, you know. They're just they are English literature <laughs> master program. I don't even like, understand it. Do you see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. This like It's not again, really like, art, it's just vo- it's just really heightened vocabulary. Okay, thank you, yeah. Yeah. But it's there's like there's so if you if again the link will be in the description. Um, 
this like a little leaflet that these two researchers have put together and they've basically decoded the, the language. <laughs> it's like they've just given us the cheat sheet. So if you Love read that. that, maybe you'll be able to to get in the heads of these people that are And then maybe us. that's part of the problem too, is that, you know, we go to these museums and, and I think the problem with art as it stands today is it's very unapproachable it's very elitist i'm getting there it's not very inclusive <laughs> that was my next mo my next uh, oh, okay okay <laughs> well honestly see Tom, that's what i'm saying i'm, to, I'm holding back because i'm very very go, pumped up go and do angry some about yoga. this go do some performative art. i feel like That'll we've been hustled that's that's my thing but, yeah fair enough well, i was just gonna say that um uh what was i gonna say what was I gonna say? Uh, elitist. It's oh yeah, an, yeah. Sorry, like, sorry. It's an insider's sorry, sorry, club. Sorry. It's not. Uh, well, you know, you said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that it's not very inclusive, and that you know all of that vocab. So when we, I mean, we have all been there. We go into a museum, we look at the piece, and we go to the little plaque at the on the right hand side or the left hand side, and we look at okay, who's the artist? When was it? When was it done? Okay, and the description, and like some of that stuff just like goes over my head, and I think that's kind of the point. Is like. I don't even know if the artist really believes that those are things and that they those, that like, they thought when they did it, or or is it just that there's you know this massive kind of engine that is is kind of chugging away to to justify the piece that you've put together? Maybe it wasn't even your favorite piece, or you didn't you know you didn't put much effort into it. But one, they're trying like, to like boost it up and yeah. make it sound more meaningful than it than it really was, or maybe it's the most meaningful thing you've ever done. Uh, but how am I to know that? And like, when the descriptions are so aloof and complicated and convoluted, it's like, well, I don't know what you want from me. Like, am I supposed to, because it sounds complicated, I'm supposed to derive more meaning from a white canvas with white paint on it? And look, you also know? as well, like, so these people are, like, that will say they're disciples of Deschamps and stuff. Like, so they were anti-establishment, like for example they didn't like the fine art paintings and and so on and so forth so they've now come up with this new art form and i i feel like it's a a hypocritical act because you've now created your own establishment so to speak <laughs> your own clique yeah because yeah. do you get what i'm saying yeah. but now, i feel like there, there's there's obviously exceptions to that whole movement like again i kind of go go back to andy warhol um, because he wasn't really in the art world. It's yeah. not like he was engrossed in it or like had an agenda. I think he just was inspired to do this thing and maybe there was a bit of trolling in there somewhere. But I think he really changed the face of art and create, created this new... He pioneered a new genre, essentially. Um, and I think you can always... Whilst you might not agree with like the level of quality or yeah. talent, I think you can agree that like he didn't, he didn't really... There wasn't a bandwagon he was jumping on, right? Yeah. Um, and you can at least call him a pioneer or a revolutionary in that sense. And look, and also as well, just like I'm, I on for example, we'd have a list of art that I think is great, modern art. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, exceptions. I'm yeah. not against it like completely, but I just, as I said, I keep, I keep saying it. We've been finessed. It was well. Okay, can you <laughs> talk through the? Reasons. Do you want the pros or the cons? I, want, or the, I think we've had enough from you on the negatives. So you want to hear examples of great art? No, no, no. I just want you to just just give a little bit of airtime to why this is actually all a good thing in the end. So so really dig deep here, Tom. Yeah? Try and find out the devil's advocate side of this. Like, why would... why? What is the case to make for being anti-establishment or creating this new world? 
you know, creating the trap music of the art generation, <laughs> uh, of the art world. Like, you know, what what's the, what would the benefits be? What okay, do you think? Okay, look, look, so... Uh, one thing, okay, so one thing I will say is one benefit, I guess, is if we have now divorced ourselves from artists, art only being acceptable if it reaches a certain level of technical proficiency... It removes barriers. It removes barriers and... For example, some of these art case studies that I'd like to to highlight. Um, so, for example, the first one here, like, guys, get ready to Google this. So, Marina Abramovich, the artist, is present. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Sophia and her mom put me onto this one. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything about her or... I think I saw her, I saw her featured in the Jay-Z Picasso Baby video. That was after she did yeah. this, though. But it was, yeah, it was the same concept, but I didn't realise, I didn't know the whole backstory or I, was, yeah. I just thought Jay-Z was just being bougie on us. Um, but yeah, I later came to, I, to, I really appreciate her as an artist. Um, she's So basically, she's a performance artist, so she doesn't do any painting or anything. She does actual physical acts. And she's kind of like Andy Warhol in the sense where she's sort of one of the first yeah. or one of the few. Yeah, so her and her ex-husband, who sadly yeah. passed away, um, was it last year or the mm-hmm. year? Yeah, it was fairly recently. Um, they were like a duo and they did all, like, I, I can't, like, I'm full of so much admiration for her. Like, genuinely, yeah. I've, like, I know I've been ranting about art and stuff I mean but about, you can make an yeah, exception I can make an exception for her because I feel like <laughs> there's real intent there. yeah there's real intent and I feel like I've seen it like firsthand yeah. through that documentary like I feel like she gave us a window into seeing like look she's not the just a, she's not a con artist like there's an actual process that goes behind this I saw that she's put in the time so she's won my respect so to yeah. speak yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of these other artists, guys, you got some. But let's to just put quickly in. describe. So the art, the artist is present. Was a, uh, uh, what do you call it? So she basically. No, no, no. Uh, hold okay. on, hold on. What is it called? The it's exhibition, exhibition. Yeah. So it was a yeah performance artist kind of exhibition where she she was in the MoMA, the modern the Museum of Modern Art in New York, for uh, I think three it was, months. Yeah, three months. And uh, there's a documentary of the same name, The Artist is Present, that documents that whole process of the three months. Um, And then a little bit of the behind the scenes of how she got into kind of character, what her intention was with the art piece. And then it also delved into her previous experience of performance art um, in kind of prior exhibitions that she's done. Um, You may have also heard from her... um, in, I think it might have been her first piece um, around, where is it? Um, she has some mad pieces. Like, there was the one where she was, like, walking into a wall constantly. There's yeah, the one kind where, of she's, like, like harming her, herself a little bit. Yeah, her and her ex-husband, like, they, they, well, they had, like, an arrow, and they were, like, I think she was, like, leaning backwards, and then he had the actual bow. Um, yeah. the, the arrow no so, yeah so she was tugging on the bow he was holding the arrow yeah. and it was one of those ones where like if they make one sudden move someone's like yeah. she's basically gonna and get and there's hurt. also this really um in like very provocative she's very provocative so she's she's almost on the verge of hurting herself for any moment yeah <laughs> um and the artist is present is kind of as she sort of i think she was in her 60s at that point so she's a little bit older she didn't maybe didn't have that kind of 
you know um vigor to sort of do those really energetic performances but it was nonetheless very taxing physically on her um to do that piece but the the one that she's most known for is um aside from that is this um, thing called rhythm um where she where she put 72 objects on a table and just stood in front stood next to the table and there was a queue outside and she's done it a few t- a couple of times i think where you could just go and pick an object and do something to her with it oh um, yeah and, and it, people did i guess some... <laughs> it was a commentary on you know i guess the capacity of human beings to love and to hurt yeah. so some people like put lipstick on her some people um like braided her hair and then some people threw like uh, you know, threw stuff at her. Um, so things like honey, perfume, um, bread, grapes, wine, nails, a gun, a scalpel, scissors. Um, all of this stuff was placed on the table and it was kind of, she gave you free reign to do whatever you wanted to her. So again, thinking about the cynic, you know, or why is that art? And, and I think the thing with art, at least the criteria for me is, does it conjure up reflection personal reflection i think that's it it's i an feel like that's question. all we're left with now to be honest and the thing is is like that really did conjure up things because it got me it, it it forced me to reflect on well what what would i have picked off the table what mm. would i have done to her if i was in that situation um and i think the artist is present is a really uh interesting take on it too where what would i have done in that situation can i just uh, oh and just yeah. to describe what that exhibition was so she sat across from from somebody so there was a she sat on a chair and then there's a chair that was a few feet away facing her and there was like literally queues for three months for this thing to lock eyes with her and she would would, like literally like not yeah like a minute two minutes something like that no it might have just been as long as they wanted that was it it was as long as they wanted so you would uh, sitting opposite her and she'd lock eyes with you and people would get angry people would cry people would um, one eat. lady tried to strip off and sat naked in front of yeah, her yeah, security yeah. took her away so it, it's kind of I, the feeling I uh, the, the impression I get is that performance art is really just a way to sh- to reflect back to you who you are or reflect back to humanity like what humanity is capable of and it's it sort of a, a means to evoke hu- real kind of raw human emotion positive or negative i feel um i don't know i just i i kind of went into a wormhole with her at one point uh, <laughs> where like followed all of her I stuff like... i felt like i was very late to the game on her and like i was just grappling with her in some ways. She's another I was like, example, Is by she the way. an artist? Like, or is she a troll? Like, I was really trying to figure <laughs> it out. I was watching all of her stuff. I was trying to like, really get to grips with it. And I've, I think I've landed on like her being a literal genius. But I, I, I didn't know that at the time, or I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't place her. Yeah. And that's the problem with art. Is it's very prescriptive. I feel. I, I to be and honest, I so think... I, that's why I feel like modern art has a place to sort of break that mold. I think one thing. One thing modern art, like, I, I, you sh- I should save this for the end, but screw it, I'll just drop it now. This is like a conclusionary Ooh, type form. The truth nuggets are coming. I feel like what modern artists should try and do is not hide behind these BS little white cards with the black writing of description boxes of like the, the, the fluffy be... duffy PR. Yeah. Like, take us 
along on like on the journey like actually be really like clear cut with it don't hide behind with some mystique or wait for somebody to like come up with some random form be like yeah that was it that was it that was it like to get what i'm saying like i just and i think that's why i respect marina abramovich because i felt like she was transparent um and like like, yeah I, i didn't feel like i was being conned right and also as well like if you look at it like it it was such a, it was a really simple piece but i could see it was having an impact on the people that sat across from her it was having an impact on her i liked and it it was it was forcing us to think about what we would do in that situation yeah, exactly. which i yeah. think is really important and kind of going back to my point around self-reflection if i can look at a blank canvas with blank paint white paint on it there is no i walk away nonplussed like i'm yeah. not i'm not inspired but what was the point of but that I'm interaction but also i'm not i'm not aggravated or angry you didn't conjure up any you didn't trigger me and i think like art is you know like people say like when they make a documentary or they make a movie they'd rather you hated it than didn't like than didn't feel anything yeah and that's kind of the feeling with art more broadly not just the, the typical kind of gallery stuff but movies tv like all of that stuff we're talking about it's it, it's you know it's an art form and the, and creators of art, more, more times than none, would rather you hated the piece and had lots of things to say about it than have nothing to say at all. And and I think that's the feeling I get with a lot of modern art is that it's not you're not trying to give me anything. You're not trying to take anything away from me either. <laughs> you're just you're just there. It's just muted. Yeah. All right, another one I'm going to chuck at you um, in terms of like. Art that is actually okay, and it, yes, it's modern, but <laughs> hey ho, it is what it is. Um, Ai Weiwei, mm-hmm. L- legend. Okay, okay. I, I think he was he he designed the Bird's Nest Stadium in 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 for the Beijing Olympics in two thousand and eight. Let you me know the, check. Um, I gassing myself up. Anywho, um, <laughs> so. If you can Google this one, so um, so Ai Weiwei and it's um, destroying... Oh, what's the name of the piece? Sorry, one second, guys. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. Dropping a Han Dynasty urn. So, the Han Dynasty urn is basically... You know, in China, they had, like, different dynasties. I'm proper butchering this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he the, did sort out the National Stadium in Beijing. You're yeah, right. so, yeah. Th- th- he is prolific in terms of, like his actual output um so yeah this is it's a really simple piece it's three photos of him dropping a really expensive chinese like historical chinese vase or an urn um yeah and (laughs) obviously it caused controversy yeah big time because it's like chinese history yeah like you bring you're bringing shame upon us and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. um but he explained that um he was essentially trying to destroy the value that people had invest had invested into the pot, um, and most importantly, the um, what's it called? Like his perceptions. He was trying to smash perceptions. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what better way to do it than smashing Sign something really, really like valuable like that? And then there's another one. So it's, it's basically a culturally significant object but, yeah. but a but a physical object nonetheless yeah 
material thing. He's basically with saying, all of this meaning yeah. wrapped up in it, and him smashing it was controversial because people thought, "Oh, you're smashing our culture, all yeah. the things we think are important." Whereas his point was, "No, it's just a vase." Yeah, exactly. That okay. that's exactly it. And then there was another vase-related. Um, <laughs> he's he's uh, getting caught up in these vase-related <laughs> incidents. Okay. This, <laughs> this one I liked because I felt like he improved it. <laughs> Um, so he's like you didn't like the first one so I've come back for more yeah so he took 51 um, vases whoa <laughs> so yeah um, it's called coloured vases this was in 2006 took 51 vases same situation <laughs> um, they were made in 5000 BC so wrap your head around that one I don't even know how yeah that is the Neolithic age so we're talking something that like represents like Wait. something from a bygone Wait, how era how did he buy all of those I don't even know how he got apparently are, he they, was... are they replicas no they're the real, the real nah that's a madness the real thing that's a madness uh, so, uh, um, I think he's, he has a history in um, being an antique of being a naughty boy yeah <laughs> so anyway <laughs> he took these like rarefied artifacts and dipped them in different paint colours yeah, that takes some cojones yeah Whoa. Not, yeah. <laughs> Who is this kid? I think that's why I like it, because I know he's like, this is rebellious art that I can dig, because it's like... Sticking it to the man. It's sticking it to the man, but then also trying to... Now I'm being arty Hashtag game stunks. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, he's revealing like a truth that mm. at the end of the day, these are just objects. They're not the things that we if, should if hold If you're it. feeling triggered by this, that's just something about you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, And that's what I love about it. And yeah. In like so again as well. If you could like Google it, you'll see um, googling what. Uh, so the coloured vases, Ai Weiwei, two thousand and sixteen. So you'll see vases. you'll see a bunch of vases on one side with like in their original states and like with arts from like with designs from a bygone era, and then on the other hand you'll see um, <laughs> he really took the piss. He basically took every one of those fifty one vases from that insane time period and basically dipped them in paint. And you can still see a sliver of it, of of what it used to look like. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I just really dig it. I, I like the meaning behind it, and I I get what he's doing. Wait, um, so just, hold on. I go was on. googling while you were talking. So he took these original historic Neolithic vases. Yeah. From five thousand to three thousand BC. Yeah. Okay. He he did what to them? He dunked them in industrial paint. So he like, Right. Right. So love that. So he he didn't smash them nah. like the first time. He just painted over them. Yeah. He literally just dipped them in, in the paint and then Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ballsy move, you know. I mean they look beautiful. But now that very... I but now that I know that they were historic kind of artifacts, I'm I'm, fe- I'm You're feeling I'm feeling some things. type of way, are you? I'm feeling some type of way. It's like going into the British Museum and just grabbing everything and dunking and it in paint. And just dunking it in paint. Yeah, it's like Oy. some people are saying this is vandalism and and all Well, sorts. if he bought them outright, then fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, it is, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> but it it you're right though, it does trigger something. It's yeah. like you know, I think it's it, it's um perhaps it's a commentary on on sentimentality or I don't I don't know. How do you guys feel, listeners? How are we feeling? This is why this I wish guy, we were on Clubhouse, right? I now. mean, this oh yeah, true. This is um interesting. So he, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about oh, it. By I think it's ballsy, and I think like fair play is yeah. what I'm thinking. But I don't know how I feel about um. 
kind of removing or or getting not getting rid but I don't know to yeah. be fair they do look better yeah they look better than you <laughs> yeah I know uh, but anything would look better than 5,000 year old pots <laughs> sorry you know you know what I'm saying yeah uh, and then my ne- the next one is what I want you guys to look at so this one isn't so modern it's from the 1930s um, and it's Piet Mondrian um, right how do I Mon- M-O-N-D-R-I-A-N yeah Okay, what's the piece? And it's basically called Composition 2. Composition 2. With red, blue, and yellow. I mean, is that not just the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, guys, it's the one where you learn about it in primary school, about primary colours. It's that one. (laughs) It's that one. You know the one where... It's just a bunch of squares and there's one big red one and there's a and then there's a blue one and a yeah, yellow and one. Yeah, a bunch of lines on the white, black lines on the on a you white. You know the canvas. one, guys. You know the one. Oh, I'm Sophia. I don't know if you remember. We've actually seen this in person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the um, so if you want to if you want to see this painting, it's in the Tate in Saint Ives, so down in Cornwall. So yeah, I highly recommend. That's a great museum as well, by the way. It's, you know, but I mean, when you see it up close, you're like, is, that, is this it? Is this all there is? Like, it is a bit, is a bit of a piss take, uh, isn't it? No, but what I love about this one. I mean, if he, sorry, if he knew, if he learned that his painting is most prolific in primary school <laughs> for the purposes of teaching children the differences between primary and secondary colors, if he knew. I mean that is a that is a madness. I don't know if he would like sign his name to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I can tell you what he did believe because it's that childish looking. So that's the he, thing. <laughs> so what he was trying to strive for was he believed that um, abstraction could serve as a universal pictorial language, uh, representing the dynamic and evolutionary forces that govern. Like, this is that language. I was again. just about to say what like, yeah. you don't even know what you're saying right now. Look, okay, look. It's a whole bunch of abstractness. So this was like... The it's tra- meant to be mysterious. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, there we go. Bingo. If there, if there was a better way... See, this is what I'm saying. They, they, <laughs> I was about to reel off a big old essay and Sophia just yeah. summarised it in one word. I don't know if this Mondrian guy even knew what those words were. I mean... But yeah, he started his own little rebellious movement in... And that's um, kind of... Uh, see, that's the thing. I dig that Holland. if like... That's why I dig. I dig if you're like one of the first. Yeah. If you're like, I'm gonna try this thing. That's why I'm always I'm always gonna rate that. Like I look at this this piece and I, I feel like it's gone on to inspire so much like asymmetric abstract art. Totally. Like, totally. This to me is the source. Like it's yeah, I, I really I don't know, it's just it makes me feel happy this one. Because it's is yes, it's simple, but it I dig it. And I feel like yeah, my photography as well is very but it's the thing it's like the the pushback to, that I've got in my mind is well why why do I rate this but I don't rate white paint on a white canvas you know because you could yeah. argue it's like very it's as simple as each other I, I feel like I feel like with this one I've... he got some grid paper and coloured some of it in red and coloured it <laughs> you know it's like you know no but I feel like he's the originator he kicked off something like I feel like he kicked off people working with lines to me this is more about yeah. the lines and with like the accented colours as opposed to just being a like simple a, thing for simple sake yeah exactly there's yeah. there's a level of complex like there's you can see the decisions have been made in this one yeah like it's not like do you know the other thing too I'm, I'm just thinking about is like the that we are not seeing we're seeing all of this in a vacuum through the the western lens yeah and we're not seeing 
all of the the ways in which these pieces have been influenced by what do they call it the non-western world i love that like geez but like you know because i'm i'm as i googled this um there's mention of geometry and i know that that was a huge thing in the arab world yeah is that yeah um and i don't know if there was inspiration taken as far as kind of like you know like you said like lines and line drawings and thinking about the position of lines and stuff like i i i I can see where yeah you would see you know complex geometric you know geometric geometric pieces in the arab world and then go how can i take that and make it something else and you know it's obviously derivative and but yeah i mean i feel like we need to just yeah kind of i guess acknowledge that that this is all very limited through western lens i don't know what influenced i get yeah i think yeah that's definitely the big takeaway like a lot of the art that we revere is like heavily like westernized art and it's mostly male dominated yeah and white yeah so it's yeah I, I, hopefully going forward that what can isn't change, okay. but... what isn't am i right ladies <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, look, so i just i present those three pieces to you it's just history as... month in february yeah in America, i mean we had one yeah. in october obviously yeah i i'm just so i'm presenting those three pieces just to, just just to say that i'm not a complete like I'm not complete anti-modern You're not art. a Luddite. Yeah, but I I just do want to highlight that we are being finessed. Yeah, that and, we've, we've lost something along the way. Yeah, and now let's get back onto <laughs> let's the Let's get back on it. <laughs> do you so, know the thing, I, 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 I don't know, my closing thought on this is like, um, we, whilst that might be the case, that the kind of industry has yeah. evolved into something that we don't really recognise from, from the before four times. <laughs> the before four times. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like the we cannot deny talent when we see it, even yeah. now. Like we see these sort of kid. I, I keep thinking of these kid prod, prodigy prodigies that you know paint paint a self portrait at six, and it's like super, you know, super super real. Um, like there's like a kid in Nigeria, I think, who like. Oh, you're you know, talking she, about the kid that did the super realistic um, yeah. pencil? Was it pencil or painting that he painting f- uh, for? Um, is it Kevin Hart? Yeah, 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 and stuff like that. Um, there's a kid in Sweden that I've I've seen that does you know that now gets paid as a nine year old to do like these portraits and and landscapes and yeah. you know I think we we still recognize real talent when we see it. Yeah we still revere it it's still like a magic trick i think that's the beauty of like real talent in that way where it feels like a magic trick like how did you, how did you do that yeah um and you can't replace that i don't think you can you know and i think that there's there's going to be these like different pieces that come out that get the controversy they get the marketing they get the money they get the commercial stuff whatever um but you know i I can't replace I can't do that thing that you've just done no matter how many times I try or try and like position it in a certain way but you know I could argue that I could you know I could put a a table out in on the street with 72 objects on it and I could stand next to it with a sign that says do what you want to me I could do that I just don't want to and I think that's the difference is like I could create weird prints of soup cans but I didn't so I think there's a place for all of this in the some in some. But my weird thing way. is, is that I just don't want, say, for example, the kid that's got these insane skills, like talents undeniable, yeah, to get like demoralized when he sees somebody 
strap a flipping banana to a, a wall and with some duct tape and sell it for 120,000 and then for, think to himself, hold on, I've only got two more of these, all right, 150,000 and make close to a million in one session because that's what um, Maurizio Catalan did in, with his piece Comedian in 2019. Mm. Um, and then this that kid that's, that did Joe, that piece. we haven't even got into Banksy. We haven't even got onto him. But yeah, that's a whole yeah, other episode, but, I reckon. But do you get what I, I feel the like... subculture. <laughs> there, there are levels to this. I just don't want that kid to get demoralised by this think... art world and like to think that what he does is not... But he's he not in the art world. Not, this is this what I'm trying to say yeah. is like the art world might have moved on, and they they they're so good, they're basically gassing themselves up over urinals and bananas on walls. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, okay, you do you, boo. Like you you stay over there. We'll be over here. Yeah, appreciating talent when we see it. And I think he will. There will always be buyers. He'll always have yeah. interest in his work. There is a lane for everyone. And whilst the I guess industry is corrupted in some ways. And you know all these art dealers, and it's like it's a huge lucrative thing. Part of me thinks is, it's again, just a money laundering scam. It's again you know? kind of reserved for the few. It's, like, it's elitist. It's white. It's male. It's all of those things. Um, and I'm kind of like, it's it's kind of beyond repair at that point. And I'm not I'm not trying to save that industry. Yeah. Is, my, is my point. What I'm saying is that might have happened. I'm just gonna focus my energy on appreciating the things that I I derive meaning from. You know that I um, put it this way: if the Tate wasn't free, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't patronize a, a place that supports that kind of limiting, reductive crap. Yeah. I mean, shots fired. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would, I would rather pay money to support art that I derive meaning from or evokes feelings in me or, or causes me to reflect i guess that should be the takeaway from this like i feel like we need to become a bit more conscious with the art that we consume and if you do see some good art like actually like real recognized real like just, yeah 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 exactly like, exactly otherwise we're just gonna keep rewarding these numb nuts man and i'm sick of it like I'm just gonna reel off just to close. Oh dear! Like, like, so yeah, I've right, already mentioned. Uh, yeah, I've got two more to get off my chest. So I mentioned <laughs> the stupid banana. So the. So in 2019. Oh, well, let's stand on a good note, though, Tom. No, I will. I I just need to get these off my chest. So 2019, my guy goes to an art fair, puts a banana on a wall. As I said, he sold the first the first three for 120,000. And then he sold the final two for 150,000. And then he sold even his artist proof. So artist proof is like the copy you keep for yourself. He sold those for 150,000 as well. This guy was out for money. Yeah. And so the maddest thing was, is that he was saying that the the banana and the, and the duct tape is not the, the thing that you're buying. What you're actually buying is a certificate with the instructions <laughs> signed by the artist of how to implement his idea of putting a banana on a wall. He I'm basically, so interested in he basically what those sold you are. a licensing agreement. Love that. Did, so what is, is it? Step one. Yeah, yeah, buy yeah. Banana. Literally, there's like six steps. Buy banana. Step two. Put, buy duct put, tape. Yeah, it has to be in this certain position and and so on and so forth. Like, because put the banana at a forty-five degree yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah. You think I'm taking the piss? But um, yeah, I don't yeah. think you are. I like, think, I think all the listeners and myself can hear you're very serious about this. And so. <laughs> This guy goes on to remark that how um, it was a test to see how far you could push art 
because well, we haven't we didn't already, need you to participate yeah, to we, figure that out, love. We haven't already degraded yeah. and pushed it this far enough already, but you felt like you needed to put your two cents in, and you did. Um, and this guy, he also... Do you know what? Art is just whoever has the walls to, to put something yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's just truly. like the Troll Olympics at this rate. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. And then he also Race has... Race to the bottom. <laughs> he has a history. Um, so apparently the piece was supposed... This is where the, the PR spin comes in now. It was making reference to famous history, um, uh, famous art history. So, for example, Andy Warhol, it, with his works, he had like a famous piece with a banana. With a banana. Mm-hmm. Um then again he's referencing the fountain by duchamp because it's an object that Mm -hmm. he didn't make himself and Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth and then apparently this guy is also trolled he's made like a solid gold toilet Uh, and that was another famous art piece that he did that it got stolen here by the way when it when it came on tour someone Mm. stole it uh so yeah so that's the next one so that's maurizio catalan comedian man thinks he's a joker <sighs> and then this one is the one that makes me the most angry go on it's called shed boat shed <laughs> i can already tell this is gonna be incredible shed boat shed. we haven't even talked about damien hurst and like the shark in the thermal yeah, this, tank this, this is there this, so this, 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 this goes places so f- hear me out now so this one won the freaking Turner Prize. Okay, so I'm assuming it's wonderful. Do go on. Okay, so... (laughs) (sighs) If you won a Turner Prize, you would have been very, very good. Okay, so so this is what happened. So this guy, my guy was in in Switzerland, okay? Mm -hmm. And in some place called Switzerland. Don't try it. Don't don't try it. Don't embarrass yourself. (laughs) We're nearly there, Tom. So he, he, he found a shed in Switzerland... And then he, he decided... He found a shed. Do you not buy it from I don't B&Q? know. Yeah, he, he, he found it, whatever. Okay. He then deconstructed that, that shed and turned it into a boat. He then sailed that boat seven miles down a river. And mm-hmm. then he reconstructed that boat back into a shed. And there you have shed boat shed. Okay. I have some questions. Some Go follow-up on, questions. <laughs> Did... Um, did he paddle or did he really just let the current take him there? <laughs> First question. Second question. Did he reconstruct the shed as exactly as he found it? Or is it sort of, you know, a few missing nails? Maybe the panels uh, aren't exactly know. the same. Okay, that's my other question. And then my last question um, is how long did it take for him to do all of this? Well, I don't know. Or it, look, the one thing I do know is he claimed that it was about slowing things down and about trying to to re like he was angry at the speed that we live life in, and he mm-hmm. thought him sailing down this river in Switzerland was his way of expressing to the world we need to slow we down, need to take a break, yeah. like self care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't As, know if I got that from yeah, exactly. the description. This is what I'm saying, the finesse. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, anywho. Let it's me not, bro- the joke's not as funny when you have to explain it, right? You know, once you've explained the meaning of the art with, piece. Like, that got money. It's this not, is what I'm just, it doesn't really. I, again, like, I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm still pissed. Do you know what? Look, I, I'm pissed too. I, I feel like that's not Turner Prize worthy, if I'm honest. But, um can't deny that that would have taken some some real kind of legwork right like you're deconstructing a shed 
You're then building a boat. I don't know how to build a boat. No, that's you? like saying um, Channel 4 I mean, Grand IKEA looks. does not have instructions Fear. for that. That's like saying Channel 4 Grand Designs is everything on there is Turner Prize Award winning. Those guys are all artists. They're not architects that have built a house. That That's all art. We're not seeing renovations or, or buildings being built. We're seeing... Yeah, but maybe his his whole angle is like, I'm not... Yes, I'm a carpenter. Yes, you know, I'm a construction person first, but I'm also a performance artist. You know, this... this. Why are you having to convince me? I'm not. I'm, it, I'm just saying that I feel like his his angle could... It's not, I'm a painter. It's, I'm performing something. I'm doing something physical. What's, what's the difference between him and Marina Abramovich? Look, I have my personal feelings about that answer, but my point being is that he's physically doing something with his body to produce a, a journey of sorts. Like so, he's, Sophia, me and you're recording a podcast right now. Where, where's my art? Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying this, but people could argue that we're producing art right now because it's a creative <laughs> outlet. Do you see how the the bar I has know, been lowered? I know. So I'm super devil's advocate at this right, point. Look, my last one, and, I, and I'm done, oh, I God. promise you. Like, this is something we do every day, by the way. Well, most of us, anyway. Is it brushing our teeth? Someone brushed their teeth, didn't no, they? No, 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 no. So... <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I can't trust it. So, I, I can't. This guy's he's from Thailand, so I'm going to butcher his name. I'm sorry. But don't it's try it. Recret? I'm not going to say his surname. Is it Tiran Javia? I, I probably butchered it. Um, anyway, look, the art piece is called Taravaniha. Untitled. Oh, you can say it. Yeah, Recret Taravaniha. Yeah. And so the piece, Google this, yeah, it's called Untitled Free 1992. Um, Cute. So all he did was he went into a gallery and he turned it into a kitchen and he served rice and Thai curry for free. Mm-hmm. Performance that, art, that's no? the art. That's the art. That's literally it. Yeah. My guy went and created a pop up, and and, and I'm that's reading it. your notes here. So he said a work of. Uh, so he followed again. This Duchamp guys. He's the <laughs> Duchamp has flooded Marcel the Duchamp base. Is the source of, of all of the evil at this rate. So he apparently he quotes him saying a work of art is a work of art if an artist says it is. So that I guess that's the crux of what we're all saying here, right? Is that. Duchamp's position on this is it's art if, you, if the artist says it is. Yeah. Okay. So with that premise, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of false. I don't know. It's, it's a bit like convenient, Duchamp. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could just say it's art and then, yeah, all right, it's art now. Like, Literally. But it's very, like, you know, presumptuous of you, my yeah, guy. So I'm then, saying. so he said that, and obviously this, this kid's like, oh, okay. I'll, cre- I'll I'll make some rice, and then I've now decided that's art. And then this was his justification that he said that he wanted to blur the distance between the artist, the art, and the audience. Look, I'm, I mean, this look, is just all copywriting. I'm sorry, but like, it's no. Not... But the thing is, is like you could say that that Marina Abramovich does actually do that. Yeah. She does do that. But she doesn't say she does. That's the difference. Yeah. She just does the art, and then you you're like, oh my god, where does she stop and where do I start? Like you know all that, and like it's great. It's like a world. It's like a trip. Yeah. You know when you're watching her, it's like very confronting and cool and edgy, and you know sometimes you're pissed off and sometimes you're you know upset or angry or whatever. Whereas he is, he's he's kind of saying he's gonna do that. It's like me saying, oh, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. Like, you know, it's going to be... And you're like proper like gassing yourself yeah. up, gassing everyone around you. 
I don't run it yet. And you only do Until like I run it, it's not something. real. And it's like, you know, okay, is she going to run it or not? Just bloody run it already. It's a bit like that. Like, you're trying I to say you're going to create this provocative piece, but then... To me, it's just the audacity of it. It's like, how many people in Thailand could have, have done this themselves? Do you get? And I know you're going to drop the Andy Warhol line, did? but yeah. you didn't do yeah. it, did you? Yeah, yeah. But it's just like... Like this is ridiculous. You got people well, he, busting also, their necks in university or also college in kitchens. Or, uh, the three, you know, they have three jobs, and one of them is working nights yeah, in the kitchen. I think that's my my biggest grievance. It's like I feel like who, like how dare you? In some cases, like there's people out here that are probably way more deserving of like accolades or deserve to be like I've respected had, yeah, yeah, yeah. by society, and then you want to come through on your artsy fartsy high hope. Like, do you get what? I just feel cheap. I mean, this is really just a harvest festival but you said it's a piece of art <laughs> but the thing as well was like he said oh you know I'm not interested in making something that sits on its ass and dies in a museum he's kind of saying that art is very static and one sided and he wanted yeah. to be it wanted he wanted it to be alive rather than dead but this is the hypo- the, the hypocrisy click that we, we yeah. mentioned earlier because this is like I'm out here scratching my head trying to work out why you're so special yeah. and revered and why you've been given a platform yeah. and someone else hasn't. Because it's kind of a zero-sum game Some in some ways. I mean, like, I, I contradicted myself because I just said previously there's a lane for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, the kid... The, the kid who's doing you know super super realism yeah. paintings has has just as much a right and opportunity to get money get yeah. get opportunities like you know as this as this guy making rice but <laughs> Sorry, like, I feel like even be in the same yeah, conversation that's kind of my like, pro- my problem is, just... is that though we're kind of banding it to, together like kids like imagine your your, your kid goes you to what? Arts, I'm like proper, art class it, and then I'm like, interested in hearing what art how art's taught in schools at, at yeah, this that's point what I'm like because like, when I was art, in school like, I was not learning about this stuff like I don't even know if performance arts in the curriculum. Yeah, like, can you? Can Interesting. You, could you literally do a performance art piece for your your final major projects in GCSE or college or like? Interesting. And and then as long as I have like some use the international art English, yeah, 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 then yeah. yeah. Who are you to like? We're onto something. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm saying. If you don't have rules and standards, like it just falls man like it just the it, well it's it's what it does is it, it becomes this endless vacuum bowed. yeah exactly and then the rest of us dum-dums have to sort of piece something together to think about to what help we hold think you up, well, like. no or, or even just for us to make sense of what art yeah. is and what we think is important and i think that's kind of the point though is that no matter how many standards and practices you put in place it really the whole point of art is it's subjective yeah. so it, it's kind of irrelevant what the standards are and what the industry does and what I guess it's the it's a good and bad thing and we'll end it here let's yeah, say yeah 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 I'm happy to but it's, you know, I just I feel like... like I've made my point man like <laughs> I feel like I've and sorry if this comes across as really no but rainy, I was gonna say the positive I feel like... is like yeah while the industry might be like so descended further than we could imagine yeah. and where you know rice cooking's been revered in one place but it's you know kind of look down upon another's I, I feel like we are gonna have to do our best in the, that awkward middle to make sense of of the world and make sense of what meaningful yeah. art is and I think you know when what we can't deny is talent that's the first thing and the other thing 
kind of leading to that is you know when we see a piece of art that evokes something in us like that's a really that's like a magic trick it's like this this you know really inspiring thing that um we can you know get joy or pleasure or inspiration or reflection out of and the industry can't take that away from me yeah like one thing like just to leave it on a high note i'm I'm willing you to yeah (laughs) i am looking forward to seeing like the next generation of like i think they're calling it vr or um augmented reality type art because I think that is like the next frontier, essentially. Like we've gone well, from campuses and stuff. Well, be prepared to get, be prepared like... for virtual rice cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding it hard to believe that you would be all in on that when no, you've got I, such I, a I think it, it, that, distaste for rice it, cooking. No, because I feel like that's gonna be experiential and like I, I'm just intrigued. I think that's gonna be a space that might open up like some new innovation or whatever yeah but, but you also need to take the good with the bad at that yeah, point and be prepared gonna... for the virtual <laughs> rice cookers of the world like it's gonna happen like there'll be a art piece called pin the banana and like that will be you know yeah. and that will go for 120 grand where i'm like virtually with my little goggles on picking up a duct tape and pinning the banana on the wall <laughs> according to the instructions imagine saying to, like imagine going home or like telling your accountant like yeah i paid 150 for a banana and a wall like just yeah well i mean your your accountant's getting paid regardless so yeah. okay guys this, this has been it's... triggering it's been real it's been fun it's been awkward it's it's been confrontational it's been all of the things and isn't that what this podcast is all about it's been art hasn't it it's just yeah all of the things yeah yeah quite literally has been all of the things and i hope i don't come off as some big time art here i really do love art it inspires me like crazy can't yeah can't play praise it enough but I we do should do to... yo we should do a episode on music and just debate what good music is <laughs> that'd be so triggering i would love to play the, what would i'm gonna make a case stripes. for why taylor swift is is not all all that well you like her boniva album collaboration no, I don't. Oh. i've never listened to it oh, okay. i tried one song and i couldn't hack it <laughs> I'm a real yeah I'm a hater okay let's go yeah guys thanks for listening go out there thanks and support everyone. good art if, and that's just the only when takeaway from this when we're to leave the yeah. house <laughs> oh no you can do it now on Insta oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah support great art like actual good art and I hope according, you guys according to Tom's narrow idea no, not of course what art is and if you don't then no, I'm, look, you're I'm part not, of the problem I'm not the arbiter of, of I know, what I'm just art kidding. is I'm just pointing out where it's gone and I'm it's, just kidding and it's, it's a warning sign guys yeah but enjoy art bye this was art this was art you are art goodbye next time you go to the toilet you are art so wow. <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> so we tried <laughs> oh, bye guys bye.